The tempest may sweep o'er the wide stormy deep. In Jesus I'm safe evermore. I yielded myself to his tender embrace. And faith taking hold of his word. My fetters fell off and I anchored my soul. The haven of rest is my Lord. I've anchored my soul in the haven of rest i'll sail the wild seas no more the tempest may sweep or the wide stormy deep in jesus i am safe evermore praise god amen god said he don't call the eclipse to eclipse ones he calls just be ready amen if you got a bible open it up to mark 2 got your bible amen i i, I want to talk to you about faith tonight and <clears throat> It's something that each person is going to need in this world to get to where they want to go, amen. Verse 3, Mark chapter 2, verse 3, got my Bible? I want to show you something that I found. Four men arrived. Now, we're talking about the paralyzed man. He had four friends. Four men arrived carrying a paralyzed man on a mat. They couldn't get to Jesus through the crowd, so they dug through the clay roof above his head. Then they lowered the sick man on the mat right down in front of Jesus, seeing their faith. Listen, seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, My sons, my son, your sins are forgiven. Come on, somebody. Let me show you what God just showed me. It wasn't a paralyzed man's faith that hold, made him whole. It was the four people's faith that carried him and dug through the roof and ripped the tar paper off and lowered their friend down because it was the four people, four, say four, it was the four men whose faith God blessed. Not the paralyzed man. He, I, I'm going to say he had faith. Let's just pray he had faith. But let's just take the equation off. He didn't have any faith at all. But those four people had enough faith. They couldn't get through the crowd, so they found another way. How many tonight can say truly that they can find another way when they need to find another way? With God, there is always a way. <laughs> That's good stuff. The men who brought their, pay, their their paralyzed friend to Jesus were men of faith. They didn't just have faith. They activated their faith. 
They were alive. They were relentless. They put action to their faith. Who would do that for me? Who would do that for me? Who would do that for you? Who would take a bullet for you? Who would, who would tear the roof off a of Candy Creek Cowboy Church just to see you walk again? Huh? Where, where are those Christians at today? Where are those brothers and sisters are at who are willing to rip the roof off of this place just to see somebody know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior? <laughs> this is good stuff. Amen. Amen. Listen to me tonight. I have to admit, I really like the four men who were carrying the man that was paralyzed. They weren't just ordinary believers. They were radical believers. They were radical believers. Any radical believers in the house and not tonight? Anybody really that, that has that kind of faith that says, you know what, I'm willing to toss anything I've ever learned out the window because I know that I know that God's in the miracle business. <laughs> it was a beautiful testimony for me today to get to see Candy, uh, Miss Jana's daughters with her today and, and her son Jacob. They were here with us this morning. They they used to attend quite regularly, but uh, they, they moved to Alabama and Jacob joined the Navy, and, and, and they, they, they moved to Shepherd quite a ways away, and they've been looking for churches. And, and I know it does Miss Jana's good heart, her heart good to see her children come to church. And not only her daughter come to church, but her husband and her grandbabies come to church. And I was thinking about the time that, 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 that Gerald and Jana told me that Candy had cancer and how they had to take her for months to radiation and treatment. And look what God did. God did a miracle in Candy's life. Years ago, years ago, I'm talking when she was five, six years ago, they got the, I mean, when she was five or six years old, <coughs> they, got the, they got the call that said she had cancer. And today she sat in your church, my church, the Lord's church, with her two twin babies healed, set free, and delivered. There is only one way. Now, don't tell Jana I'm talking about her in church. She made me look bad. I believe it was Jana's faith. I believe it was Jana's faith. Jana's a praying woman. She's a godly woman. She's a Holy Spirit-filled woman. She told me one time when she built her house, she said, I went around to every window, and I anointed every doorknob, every window, every screw, every light bulb, everything that came into this house, the rugs, everything. I anointed it with the oil because I didn't want the devil to have any area in my house. I believe it was her faith, and I, and I got to see that come to life. You know, she's sitting next to her daughter who's alive and well, raising and becoming a mom and bringing her children to church. God wants to show you, say show you. Is anybody getting anything out of this? Just me. God wants to show you that your faith is real. And he'll do it by saving your children. He'll be doing it by saving you and saving your soul and changing your life. They had come for their blessing. They weren't just ordinary believers. They were radical believers. They weren't about to just let anything get in their way. They, they, they tore the roof off that place because they couldn't get in like everybody else got in, so they tore the roof off that place. They wanted to receive what they came for. They had come to get a blessing, and they weren't going home until they got a blessing. What if we did that? What if we did that? We said, we ain't going home until we get a blessing tonight. We ain't turning that TV back on until we get a blessing tonight. 
Them men had made their mind up. They had enough faith, said, Tommy, I ain't going home till I get a blessing. Reminded me of the story in the Bible where the woman just, she had been bleeding and she had bleeding and bleeding and bleeding. She went to all the best specialists, all the doctors of her time. But all it took was having enough faith. Just I know if I could just touch his garment. If I can just touch his garment. And Jesus said, who touched me? Who touched me? And the moment he felt that power come out, he knew that somebody got healed right there. She just touched the him, just a very small part of his robe, his garment, his clothing. And just a little small faith can make a big old difference in your life tonight. This is good stuff. I should have preached this on Sunday morning. But you needed it tonight, so God's giving it to you tonight. We can go to church. We can make a commitment to ourselves that we're not going to leave and we're not going to go home until we receive something from the Lord. How many is willing to do that from this day forward? Say, I'm, I'm going to go to church, but I'm not leaving until I get something. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go to church, but if Pastor Murphy takes him all day, Lord, for you to give him something through him, I, I'm going to stay with him. So many of y'all clock watchers. What time is this going to be done? When y'all going to go? What's going to happen after this? I got things to do. No, you ain't got no more important thing to do than to receive something from Jesus Christ. <clears throat> <laughs> don't preach that to them old Baptists, huh, Richard? They don't want to hear none of that, do they, huh? When you go to church, make a commitment to yourself that you aren't going to go home until you receive from God what you need and what you receive from Him. You say, thank you, Lord. I'm not going home until I came to get out of this bondage tonight. Somebody's still trapped tonight or God wouldn't have put that there. I'm not leaving this place tonight until I am set free from whatever it is you want to be set free from. Because there's somebody here tonight who needs to be set free. What's holding you? What's, what's, what's the thing? You have to make your mind, I'm not leaving this place tonight until I am set free. If it takes all night, I'm staying. You know how many times I've been in here alone until something got off of me that was on me? You know how many times I've had to get in my truck and just cry and drive and wait and receive and just keep on going, get another tank of gas and just keep on going. Mary be blowing my phone up. Where are you going? I'm just waiting to hear from God. I'm just driving. You know how many times it's been last minute before I get a first minute message for you on Sunday morning? Because I'm waiting to receive and I'm not going to stop waiting because I've been waiting on the Lord and I'm going to continue waiting on the Lord and I'm going to see the glory of my Lord through my perseverance and my patience. And I'm going to tell you, through your faith, through your faith, somebody hear me now. Through your faith, you will see God. When you go to church, you make a commitment to yourself that you're not going home till you receive something from God, what you need. You need to say to yourself, I'm not going home till I come out of this bondage that I'm in. I'm not going home till I get delivered from the pressures that I feel. I'm not going home until I get a blessing that I need. You see... <clears throat> I got a 17-year-old son that feels like all these things are coming against him. He's got to please everybody. No, you please God and you please yourself, son. Uh, you please God and you please yourself, man. You got to please God and then you got to please yourself. And when you please yourself by pleasing God, it'll all work together. We put too many pressures on ourselves. Set up straight, guys. We put up too many pressures on ourselves that, 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 you know what, if I, don't, if I don't ride this bull or if I don't rope this steer, if I don't get this job, if I don't do what she wants me to do or if I don't say the right thing, I'm not going to have any friends. One of the hardest days for me was last year when I looked in the mirror on my way to church one day and I said, honey, I said, I think my friendships with people are based on my performance, not who I really am in God. 
As long as I do for them, they love me. But the moment I stop doing for them, I'm an SO. And it just hurt my heart. She just held me while I cried in my bathroom getting ready for Sunday morning church. I know it wasn't true. That was just the confusion of the devil. The devil wants to try to make us all feel that way. That we got to live up to some standard. But the only one that we have to live up to and for is Christ Jesus himself. We get pressure. We get so much pressure. We got we got husbands. We got children at home. We got we got time that we need to be putting in there and investing strongly because they grow up so fast. But we feel like if we don't do what the boss man says we're gonna have to do, we're gonna have to get fired. I cannot stand a slave driving boss who is not a family minded ornated man who don't think that family should come first. If you're working for somebody like that, pray that God gets you out of that situation because any good business man knows it takes a, you having a good home life that way you can relieve that pressure at home to come perform at work but we live in a world today where you're just another number but I'm not just another number to God you're not just another number to God you're not just another status quo to God you're somebody to God you're somebody special to God listen to me tonight I'm not going home until I get delivered from this pressure that I feel. I'm not going home until I get the blessing that I need. I'm not going home until I receive the unforgiveness that I need. The discouragement gets off of me, the anger and the torment. I'm not going home until I see Jesus. Anybody ever been that committed to Sunday morning church? To Sunday night church, to Wednesday night church? I'm not going home until I see Jesus. <laughs> I think our marriages would be in great shape, our relationship with our children, our performance on the job, our careers. When we see Jesus in all of that, great things are going to take place. Miracles are going to happen. It was the four men, listen to me. It was the four men who opened up that roof. It wasn't the paralyzed man who opened up that roof. It was the four men with faith. Is there any here tonight with faith? Is there any here tonight with faith? And the Bible says faith without works is dead. You can put in all, you can, you, you, you can talk to talk, but if you ain't walking to walk, you're never going to get there. <clears throat> Them men have been walking. They have been traveling. Now, how many know, I did this with Miss Ellen one time. We picked her up in a sheet. We picked her up and how heavy she was. Don't tell her I said that, how, how light she was. <clears throat> we picked her up. We picked her up and we carried her. We picked her up and we carried her. You know how hard that is? To get a paralyzed man picked up. Put him on a mat. Grab a corner, grab a corner, grab a corner, grab a corner. And, and I think that I read one time, a long time ago, that they were over 100 miles away. And by the time that they made it, by the time that they made it, it had already gotten so crowded that they couldn't get to Jesus. They had the faith not to put him down along the way. They grabbed the corner. What corner are you going to grab? Are you grabbing a corner in your marriage saying, I ain't letting go? you having a corner in your career saying, I ain't letting go? A, cor a corner with your kid saying, you know what? I'm carrying this thing through. I ain't letting go. With your salvation, I'm grabbing this corner and I ain't letting go. With my faith, I'm grabbing. Boy, I need some friends like that. I think we all need friends like that. Who would grab a corner for us, walk a hundred miles and carry us just to see us get saved. 
I'd say this church got some ways to go, but I'd say we're on our way. Because we got some faith people in our church. We got some people of faith in our church. So I ask you tonight to open yourself up in every bit of the power of Christ that is, that is in this place tonight. And let the power of Christ sing into your song and to preach into your spirit and to teach into your heart. Don't shut yourself off from the power of Christ. Don't shut yourself off from the power of Christ. Life is fast. It's hard. It's real. Who believes that? Don't shut yourself off. Don't shut yourself off from the power of Christ. And if there's no power of Christ in your church, get to a place where there is. Get to a place where there is. If you don't feel Christ's power flowing in your church, get to a place that there is. If you don't feel like Christ's power is flowing in your home, you put it there. If you don't feel like Christ's power is flowing in your career, then you put it there. Huh? Somebody hear me. You put it there. You put a cross up on your wall at work. They say, take it down. Say, not a problem. I just put it up underneath my desk. I, I, I just put it up my Oh, you want me to take it down? Or I'm going to lick it and stick it where it'll stay forever. I, I'm not afraid to lick it and stick it and say, okay, I'll just do that. So many people think, well, because the boss says I can't have freedom of religion at work, I can't have freedom of religion. That's a lie. You can say what you want to. And I got to follow rules because the Bible says that you have to follow rules. There are these people, they, they, they just drive me insane in my membrane. They work at these places and God gives them a job. Then it don't go the way they want and they don't think that God is there. Well, God is there in you if you allow him to be there in you. And sometimes, I, I, I preach that another day. Uh, but God is there. God is there in you. Well, my boss told me I couldn't have a, a, a honk if you love Jesus sticker on my car in his parking lot. That's not a problem. I'll just park across the street. Have nothing to do with my performance anyway. But people are going to hate on you because they hate on Jesus. You know, I want to finish this, and I want to tell you that I'm so glad we came together tonight. <clears throat> I have no use for dead churches. I have too many things that I'm fighting for. You hear me, Richard? I don't have any reviews for that. You just go and you tell him, brother. Wake up. Wake up. I'll rip this out of this book and give it to you if you want it, brother. Tell him, wake up. Wake up. There ain't no room for dead Christians either in this world either. I, I remember that Ezekiel talked to a bunch of dried up dead bones and they came to life. <laughs> he spoke to them bones and they came to life. I have no use for dead churches. I have too many things I'm fighting to come through. Everybody else might act like they're, they're, they're just going through the motions, but I need the Holy Spirit in my life. I need the power of God to be at work in my life every day. I want to be in such a powerful service that I have any demons wandering around. They're not going to cling to me. You didn't hear me, did you? I want to be in such a powerful service that if there's any demons clinging around they ain't going to cling to me someone said the other day on facebook i had a little quote that said uh when i wake up i want to be so close to god that the devil goes and mess with my neighbor and don't stop in my house i said hallelujah hallelujah i pray you get something out of this tonight 
You know, God said this. Go to where the power is and let it manifest. Go to where the power is and let it manifest. I believe our church is special. Like Tammy said, if you want to feel it, you got to get involved. I believe that it's a special place here. I believe that God is calling us here to allow that manifested power to grow. So open up yourself to receive God's presence. Expect with your faith that God will let it overflow from you. Put your faith into action today. Go to God and expect to receive from Him tonight. <laughs> I needed this as much as you needed this, I pray. Amen. And if there's faith lacking in your life, ask God to increase it. The Bible says, keep on knocking. Lord, I'm not sure about this career. I'm not sure. Lord, I'm not sure about this. Keep on knocking. Keep on seeking. And keep on believing. And I promise you, he will open that door up for you. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for this night. Thank you for this little word, Lord. Thank you for all my brothers and sisters coming into the house of God tonight. Lord, I pray for our faith to increase every one of us, Lord. Every one of us have moments of weakness. Every one of us question why we're doing this or what we're doing this for. But, Lord, let us not question you, the, the giver of our faith and our hope. Father, we cling to you tonight, to your power source. Father, as we plug into you and we open up our hearts, May we receive victory in every area of our life. Lord, I claim tonight that all the people in your church will feel your power. Feel it flowing through them tonight. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. Thank you all for coming.